Hello, and welcome to episode 114 of Film Nights. My name's Richie. My name's Henry. And in today's episode, we're talking about Logan Lucky. How you doing, Woody? I'm good, Richie, yes, yes. Yeah. It's just me and B today. Correct, yeah. Uh, Jack and Joe. Just me and you. Well, Jack's, uh, Jack's changed his allegiance and has uh, made it large over at uh, Sky. <laughs> so that's where he is this week, uh, mm. uh, leaving us over here. Mm. Keeping it real. Yep. And uh, Joe, Joe's on holiday for the next two weeks, so we won't be seeing him next week Where either. Is he? Where is he? Where is he? Uh, I might have that information, but I'm not sure. Is uh, on another cruise again? Because I remember he did that last year, didn't he? Yeah, I don't... About this time. Yeah, I don't think that's where he is, though. Oh. He did say. Oh, anyway. Um, but yeah, he's away for the next two weeks... But uh, you know, it's it's back back to uh, the two man pod, which uh, can be can be something special. Can be yeah, quite quite often. Yeah, I think the last one was a cure for wellness. We were oh. just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but what have you been up to this week? Anything? Um, yeah, I've been I've been down south as well. Um, oh? not too far from Jack. I've been in Surrey, in Ragate in in Surrey. Got some family down there, so I went got back last night, um, right. yesterday. So yeah, yeah just for a. Holiday? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Good. Did a lot of pottering around, drank a lot of beer. Nice. Drank a lot of wine. Mm-hmm. Did a lot of walking. Ate a lot of food. <laughs> Sounds good. Oh, no, it was nice, yeah. The weather was good. Yeah. Yeah, it was decent. Well, it's decent weather today. To, to be fair, but yeah, it's not as nice as this. I mean, good Jesus. <laughs> it's like, what is it, 24 I said in my car it was? Is it? Oh, God, yeah, I don't Christ. know. But yeah, boiling. And it's yeah. the first time in a long time that we're doing this review in the middle of the day. Yeah, yeah. A uh, nice Saturday afternoon mm. here in sunny Lytham. Or St. Anne's, I suppose we're technically in. Yeah, St. Anne's, come Saint on. St. Anne's on the sea. <laughs> Sorry. Are you just ready to get into this review? Or? I'm ready, yeah. Yeah? I'm very ready. Very ready. Very, very ready. All right. Uh, let's do it then. This week we're talking about Logan Lucky. Here's a clip. The only guy who knows it. anything about blowing up real bank vaults is Joe Bang. Joe Bang? That's a legend right there. You know where he is. No, I know where he is. We can't do it without him. This is a surprise. What you say there, Joe Bang? Ain't seen you in a while. How goes it? Well, I'm sitting on this side of the table wearing a onesie. How do you think it's going? Well, you look good. Real good. Fit. Logan Lucky is directed by Steven Soderbergh, and it stars Channing Tatum, Adam Driver, Seth MacFarlane, and Katie Holmes. The synopsis is, two brothers attempt to pull off a heist during a NASCAR race in North Carolina. What did you think of Logan Lucky, Woody? I, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, I honestly, did yeah, yeah. I, I love this film. I didn't, I didn't think about the time. I didn't think about the length. I was just completely engaged throughout the whole thing. Wow. I thought it was honestly. I thought it was so much fun. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it, it, probably one of the best films I've seen this year. Wow! I, know, it's, it's, wow. I was thinking about it. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, we've done we have some good ones like Baby Driver's been enjoyable and, and can't think of any of us off the top of my head, but yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I just felt like this. It's had so much going on that I loved, and I thought the performances were outstanding. Some of the performances, I think Daniel Craig, obviously, he was a bit of a scene stealer in a way. Well, to be fair, I mean, we all were in their own ways, I suppose. Mm. Um, but Daniel Craig, I mean. It's so good to see him put a performance like that when he, instead of just doing a generic Bond shite yeah. that he's been making recently. Yeah, I was thinking on that. And, you know, we talked about last week, didn't we, that he's going to come on for another Bond. Mm-hmm. And he comes out and does a performance like this. It's like seeing a side of him that not seen before. Mm. I thought he was outstanding in this film, really did. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought it was very well directed and I know Steven Soderbergh's sort of, it's his first film in a long, in a long well, a couple of years. And I just felt it, it flowed really well. Um, there might be a couple of, uh, shall we say, conveniences, and you got suspended disbelief a lot of this film. But mm. I sort of, th- I, I sort of think it works, and I think it's in fitting with the whole film. It's supposed to be a bit silly. It's supposed to be a bit funny. Yeah. Um, like it quite quickly gets into with, without much of a setup. Just yeah, I'm gonna do this heist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you, you yeah. don't, you, you know, it's it's not like. Saying, mm. oh, this this film is like Oscar worthy type shit. It's just this is a fun film. Let's get straight down yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, basically, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. And a lot of that has to go to Channing Tatum and Adam Driver as the sort of the two brothers. They, mm. they were brilliant as well. Mm. Um, obviously, you've got to get a lot of comparisons with this and Ocean's Eleven, which which is natural, obviously, because I've sort of directed that. And I think it's I think for all similarities in a way in terms of yeah, it's a heist movie. But I just felt with Logan Lucky, like it was a lot. It was a lot more funny. I mean, I'll probably have to watch Ocean's Eleven again to be honest. But I know it's a very good film and probably his best film. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I'd be interested to see Magic Mike now because like, yeah. Do you know what? I was gonna watch it if I hadn't gone away. I'd, I'd have seen it this week because I, it's it was on film four and I did tape it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, when I first heard about that, I was like, oh right, that's yeah, not interested. Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, yeah. not interested. And then people were saying, were coming out of it and saying, mm. "Oh wow, the story in this is actually pretty great." Yeah. And, and now, having seen this uh, uh, from the same director, and yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Because to see I think that um, Magic Mike XXL is supposed to be very good as well. Mm. Like, we step it up a gear and like the editing and all that sort of stuff. Right. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I'd be interested to see that. But I just think with Ocean's Eleven, you, you've got the, the heist movie, and it's so much style and swag and. I don't know, it's just a bit of a... What's it? Because you're you casting George Clooney and, and Brad Pitt and all that. Whereas with this, it's the op- opposite end of the spectrum. It's as if it's, these guys are just chances. Mm. And I think the humour naturally comes with, with just these idiots trying to pull off this situation. It really worked. And yeah, I I loved this film. I loved Logan Lucky. Right. Uh, okay. Uh, well, before I uh, start getting my thoughts on it, um, just kind of explain that uh, listeners might be hearing a bit of background noise <laughs> during this uh, review and that's because we've got a, a dog in the uh, yes. dog casting room now. Uh, I've got this dog to uh, look after for the weekend and uh, Cleo's not here to be taking care of it while we record. Good, so good job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so we were trying to just kind of keep him in the other room while we were recording but he... he uh, got needy and was howling, so <laughs> decided to just uh, let him be in here so we might uh, make a bit of a noise. So sorry about that. But Logan Lucky, I liked 
quite a lot as well. Don't know if I liked it as much as you did. Okay. My thought process throughout this film was that uh, I was liking it pretty much from the start. Uh, I definitely think the second half was a lot better than the first half. Mm. Around the middle of this, I was I was kind of thinking, um, I'm liking this, but I kind of wish there was a bit more humour in it. And right around the time I was thinking that, it actually upped right, the ante okay. with the humour, I feel. Because, mm. um, yeah, at that point I was kind of thinking... This is this is funny, but it's not like I've been laughing out loud at this, and also some of the jokes are a bit few and far between. Yeah, yeah. So I was just kind of wishing there was a bit more humour, and then that did come in, so that made me feel a lot better about it. And I think we've got to have a spoiler discussion about this because I was I started to get a bit lost towards the end with it, to be honest. Okay. Um, I think I, I think I was kind of thinking I might need to see this film again. Oh yeah, to yeah. To, to really understand yeah. what happened because yeah, I, I did not get a lot of the details from with how the heist ended up at the mm, very end. Mm. It started to feel like it was wrapping up and made sense and then it kind of threw a curveball yeah, yeah, well, and I was like, what the fuck? But it does like to do that and sort of explain yeah. the yeah, this unseen side of it. So. Yeah, and then it and then it did come back and explain everything. And I loved the way it was done. Like the actual heist and all, it was really cool and mm. I loved all the montages and everything. All of that stuff was was absolutely great. But yeah, I was still I was thinking, oh fucking, I've got to pay attention now and find out what's going on. And yeah, yeah I'm still I still got a bit lost with it, so I think I need to see it again. Firstly, but maybe it'll make itself a bit clearer after we talk about it. Mm. But overall, yeah, I did really like it. I think I think Daniel Craig was the best thing in this. He he was uh, just really great. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing about yeah. Bond. I, you know, fucking hang that up and get back to doing. Yeah, because I mean, as good at. as he is in in Layer Cake as well, and. I think that he's done good with Dragon Tattoo. I've not seen that actually. One of the few Fincher films I've not seen. He's still got. It's still that sort of same. You know, one dimensional, isn't one it? One dimensional, yeah. There's, there's, there's no humour, there's no. There's not a lot going on really. It's pretty. Mm. Yeah, straight down the middle. Whereas, yeah. Whereas with this, it was just like so refreshing to see. I mean, I, I really I really like things like Casino Royale and I like Skyfall. Mm. But him as Bond is like. He's, he's not. I don't know. He's he's not able to create as much from the character as he can from other characters that he plays. Mm. Like like you can see in this, like, this is just on a completely another uh, yeah. other level. It's like it's a completely different actor. Absolutely, he's yeah. just just doing the same thing in Bond all the time. He's just got to be cool action hero. Mm. Whereas with this, he's just really interesting and funny and yeah. So yeah, he he was the best thing in this. Uh, I think I think Adam Driver was second best. I think I preferred him over Channing Tatum. But yeah, Channing Tatum was good though. Channing Tatum was good. Um, yeah, I, I, I did think Adam Driver. To be fair, I quite like the um, the other brothers, Daniel Craig's brothers. Both two, they were, they were funny. hilarious. Those two, honestly. Yeah, they were funny. Yeah, mm. but yeah, I do agree with you. But I think Adam Driver was better because I think Adam Driver was a bit more quieter, wasn't he? Mm. Um, I do really like him actually as an actor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, since since Force Awakens, mm. um, he was he was brilliant in, in Silence. Mm-hmm. I know he's supposed to be really good in a film called Patterson, which is on Amazon Prime. I've not seen it. It's like an indie one that he made afterwards. Right. He's, he's got rave reviews for that. Yeah, it's on my watch list. I want to watch it. But... And then there was something else which we wanted to see him in as well. Some sci-fi film, wasn't there? Which we didn't get a chance to see. Oh, was that Midnight, Midnight Special? Yes, that's yeah. it. With. Um, Michael Shannon as well, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm starting to really like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I've stopped to become one of my uh, 
someone I'm going to keep looking out for now. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, um, I t- <clears throat> for a lot of it, I don't think I was too crazy about the stuff with his daughter. I, f- I, 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 I mean, I, I do think that paid off in the end. But yeah. while it was actually happening, I was kind of thinking, eh, I'd kind of like you to get back to the heist I was, shit. Yeah, okay, that's fair enough. But I was quite, I was really invested in it. Like, mm. I was just, I wasn't really, I was just very relaxed and just going with it. And I was quite happy to do that. Mm. And yeah, I think you are right. It did, uh, did pay off in the end, definitely. Yeah, it did. So, um, so I don't mind it in retrospect, but it was just while it was happening, I was kind of thinking, that's fair enough. what's the point it of this? Because it's sort of a, Two hours. Hmm. Was it two hour running time? I'll was check. it a bit more than two hours? I'll check. I'm not sure. Which which I didn't even feel. Uh, it wasn't even. Yeah, two hours, pretty much. Yeah. 118 minutes. Right. Okay. Right, so. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't really feel the length. I guess the only the only real really time I I did was kind of near near the middle ish, kind of right before they really started the mm. like setting everything up for the heist, and that was when I was thinking I'd like a bit more humor. So that that was the only time really. Uh, I was feeling it was. Uh, That's fair enough. I'd like it to get going, and just as I was thinking it, it got going. Yeah. So, I think it's one of these films where you just sit back and enjoy it. Absolutely, and yeah, I mean, if you're a fan of some of his, Steven Soderbergh's other work, you, you're going to enjoy this. Um, like I said, I probably would have to see Ocean's Eleven again. I definitely do because I, I don't even remember it really. I, I, th- oh, I think I, I watched remember it. it. I think I watched it years ago when I was I watched a it. Lot I watched it quite a few times. I've seen it about three times. Mm. Um, just been one of those ones. But I'm not seeing it with my film that hot on, so yeah, uh, might have to um, might have a different view of it this time. I don't know, but yeah, it's just I just thought it was such good fun. Like I think I had a better time in Logan Lunky than I had in, in Baby Driver. Yeah, I think I would agree with that. Actually, I, I think I think you know we liked Baby Driver. Yeah, mm. um, it was a good film, but it wasn't. It wasn't a Baby Driver was a really well-made film. Yes, but it was not as entertaining as this. No, and it had it, it had a great ensemble cast as well, like Logan Lucky did. Yeah, but it was just something about Baby Driver was just a bit off. And I know it came out in that time where the the film that Hollywood needed something to come out of it. Yeah, and sort of blow everything out of water and. I think that's why it got overhyped, to be honest. And it did get overhyped, I stand by that. I did mm. say that at the time. Doesn't mean it's a bad film, I'm not saying that it was a very good film, but yeah. I think me and you, Richie, more than Joe and Jack, were or was it Josh who came off that episode? I can't remember now. Uh, well it was it was Josh and Joe on that episode, but Jack mm. did talk later yeah. on about he loved it. I, think, I know me and you I think said, he did anyway. Yeah, me and you were placed at the bottom of Edgar Wright's pile of films. Yes. Yeah. So Can't remember how what Jack said about that. No, because I think Josh and Jack preferred the, uh, said they thought the World's End was at the bottom. But yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think Logan Lucky was just a, a yeah. I just think the story is just a, a told in a told in a better way, and it's it's a bit weird to compare them directly. I, th- I think the difference. I think the difference is it's it's less it's less worried about its own appearance. Mm. Baby mm. Baby Driver feels very on edge in terms of feeling like yeah. I really want because Edgar Wright's got a bit of a reputation to uphold yeah I suppose so um, is Steven Soderbergh though to be fair yeah but I don't think it's on the same level as like Edgar Wright's got a really high level in terms of filmmaking to be to be doing I th- yeah. impressive I th- I th- shit I think I think he's known for his style though and mm. yeah as we said there Magic Mike and, and all sorts of things nah, I don't know it just feels to me like 
Baby Driver seems more under pressure to deliver on that. Yeah, yeah, because of because of the. Whereas this just feels Chore- a lot more relaxed. Choreography to the music and all this sort of stuff. It's sure, like, yeah. Yeah. And it was like his, his little baby project for Pan to Pan yeah. for about 20 odd years or something he said, didn't he? So yeah, I mean, there's yeah, a bit true. more pressure on him to sort of perform with this. But but yeah, this was a lot more relaxed and you, mm. you could just, yeah, yeah, just sit back, enjoy. And yeah, I, I really loved the montages and the use oh, of them in this. I mean... It's a bit of an easy win for me, but uh, still. Yeah, but done, done wrong. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. There's nothing worse, really. Definitely. It's very easy to do wrong, and I, th- I thought I thought all of them in this pretty worked as well. And using uh, something which sometimes can get on my nerves, but you know, sort of r- radio broadcasts or narration or whatever mm. over the top of them, mm. the montages. Like when we, when we went to the NASCAR. Oh, yeah, yeah. When we Sorry. went to the NASCAR. Um, thing and they were sort of lying out of the day and I think speak if, you th- if we're talking about the same one I think we are that was like one of my favourite ones actually like when it was that's doing the behind the scenes shit of all the NASCAR that's what I'm saying that so was really cool sometimes it, it can get on my nerves when we use narration to sort of speed things on get things going oh, yeah, yeah. but it worked perfectly with this because of the of the setting mm-hmm. and I've got to say like, I like all the locations in this film I thought it was shot so well mm. and just framed so well and Having it set in West Virginia, I don't know. It's something. That, it's just it's just funny accents, aren't they? Like, it's just like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It just adds to it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, um, everyone's accent was pretty great in this, especially Daniel Craig's. Um, yeah, because I was listening for a little slip. I was obviously, and even Seth MacFarlane as well. Like, He's pretty good. I, I didn't even recognise him at first. Oh, that was so weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was, an, he was another funny character, actually. I thought when he was on screen, he was always... When he first came on, I was squinting. And I would see. I know I'd seen his name in the trailer before, That's, but I'd forgotten about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Same here. So I'd seen him and hearing this ridiculous English accent, yeah. which, while it was pretty decent, actually, uh, yeah, I could Borderline still... Borderline Australian at some times. <laughs> yeah. It, it was still the most noticeable uh, put-on accent in the film. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was Mike Myers at first... Because he does have a bit of a look of Mike Myers to him. It do, yeah, it actually did look a bit Austin Powersy with that tash and like the curly hair. And then, and then, and then you kind of—he's got a very distinctive voice, so that yeah. that did seep through. I was like, oh yeah, Seth MacFarlane's in this film. Um, but he was pretty funny. He was. Um, but yeah, uh, weird casting. I, I was wondering what the point of that scene was for a lot of this film until it came back. Yeah, but on. do you know what? I was thinking the same thing at the time because. Oh, you're about to get into spoilers, maybe. Yeah, time. Mm. Yeah, okay. Um, we're going to get into spoilers for Logan Lucky now, so if you care about that, then just skip ahead. I'll put in the description when the spoilers will end. Three, two, one, skip. Yeah, um, are we talking about the same bit, then, with Seth MacFarlane and, and... In the bar? Yeah. 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 But then later on as well in the... Mm. Um, I thought it was a good way to introduce his character, actually. Yeah. And that bar scene was... <laughs> Very funny. It was actually, um, but totally I, a great way. But I was thinking, is this just a weird scene to shove in because you want Seth MacFarlane in the film? Or yeah, because I I I didn't realize I was trying to work it out until sort of towards the very end. Mm. What is this character? What is he? Because they don't explain who he is really. They just say he's no, the celebrity with the drink. Yeah, exactly. Which means yeah. nothing. But that, when he was given a drink to the the, drive, the racing driver, the NASCAR driver, I was thinking. What, what's going on? Yeah, here? but then it, eventually, and 
Which is great, actually, and I'm glad it did this. It did gum fills, fills out, and it was explained properly. Everything was. I thought, right, brilliant. That's that's great. That was I like, good to know. Because we had, I don't even notice, but that guy who was sat outside smoking the cigarette just before that mm. bar scene. Like, we panned on him for ages of, <laughs> just some bloke outside. But then he ended up coming back and helping yeah. all that and stuff yeah. like that. And I, I love it when films take those tiny little details and those tiny little characters. Yeah. And... and bring them back and like I said full circle everything sort of seems to be everything you, you've shown everything's got to have a purpose by you know minute 118 mm. we know and there was a lot of those in this film there yeah, were a lot, you, of, a lot of things which came in which I was thinking I love it when films what, do that what What's, what is that for yeah, yeah, yeah. and then yeah it does it, it, is, it oh, does actually right. <laughs> it is actually necessary for the film even right at the beginning you know it comes up with those big words of West Virginia it says where their location mm. is mm. and I was thinking is it going to do this throughout the whole film? It's, it's, yeah. it's a bit, bit annoying, but actually, it was it was kind of necessary mm. um, to show the difference of where he is and then where they end up, where he's working, and it only did it those two times. Mm. So, but yeah, it was it was actually necessary. So, every time I tried, to, I tried to find a criticism in this film, it it kind of fixed itself later on, and it stopped being a criticism. Yeah, but in terms of the the real ending, it it, it it started to wrap up, and the heist seemed to go off pretty much without hitch. Uh, loved the, uh, absolutely loved the setup in the prison. Yes, that was just brilliant, and yep. the fire engine uh, to, to get them back in. That was cool. Yeah, again, very f- lots of humour there. Therefore, yeah, and it wasn't as if we're, I was laughing out loud uncontrollably. It was just sustained laughter. Like, Sustained laughter through, hmm. throughout most of the film, actually. Yeah. And that, those <laughs> prisoners where you wanted Game of Thrones and books and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, really funny. that was really good. I'm thinking yeah. maybe that's, that might be my, my favourite scene, but yeah. yeah, that was really funny, the, the Game of Thrones books they want, yeah. and that's their terms. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that was really funny. I liked that. And how deep that goes in. Hmm. Uh, I know I don't... Obviously, I don't... I haven't watched Game of Thrones, but no, it's impossible to live in this, uh, yeah. in this year and hmm. not know everything behind it. Um, in terms of the books and, uh, and uh, what's going on with the author mm. even if you don't watch the series because everyone you know fucking talks about it and then it throws the curveball of um, they gave some of them they did. They only gave some of the money back well I, this is what I fucking got so confused about I I, I, I don't know if it's going to get any clearer from talking about it because I, I kind of don't even know what questions to ask about it I just feel like I need to see it again and wrap my head around what happened right I just once once that very end part of the film started, I was just confused about the whole thing, and I didn't. I thought I started to wrap. I thought the opposite. I thought, you know, right, shit, right. I didn't. I didn't see it coming at no, all. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was a great element. But, but each different thing, and it it just didn't. I just it just didn't link in my head. Didn't line up as to what actually happened, and I got confused as to they gave the money back, but they didn't. But. Uh, he, so the guy, the guy Tatum, claimed money back. Uh, yeah, so Channing Tatum that separated more bags mm, away yeah. from the Daniel Craig and his brothers mm-hmm. and cave, gave, kept them for him and Adam Driver and his sister and obviously paid off you know, the guy in the prison. And yeah, yeah, and, and paid off all, all the other people. Paid everyone else off. Because and then his doctor friend. That's actually something that yeah, I feel like maybe didn't need to be in there. Yeah, and just don't. I, I don't want to see Catherine Waterstone in films. Well, there's there's that aspect. Yeah, yeah. Um, she can just get off the screen. 
Yeah. Still with her haircut. Don't know, she just needs to sort herself out. <laughs> yeah. But do you know what? I'm glad she was uh, not playing one of her part, like his sister or sure. Katie Holmes' role because then I don't think she would, I don't think she's suited to that sort of thing anyway, so I'm glad she was a minor character. Yeah. But I don't really see well, I mean, I guess it's just I don't a bit know, maybe for the end, there. yeah, maybe be a thing for the end. Yeah, yeah because we're supposed to feel a bit sorry for Channing Tatum, aren't we? Yeah. And I think that's maybe that sort of interest and that sort of side of it. Yeah, just just kind of brings a a, do, a, a, a brighter tone to the ending. Yeah, yeah, you do feel that. I felt a bit sorry for him, to be honest. Though. Yeah, I do. But obviously, been very unlucky. Un- hey, um, but yeah. But anyway, yeah. So, so basically, him and Adam Driver and his sister all contrived to take a bit more because they said never get too greedy, didn't they? Mm-hmm. But they took more than they should have done, mm-hmm. and ended up hiding what more we took and then Channing Tatum obviously got, phoned the police and said oh there's a it, it, I reckon it would have been you know one of these tip offs or whatever and then he he sort of shot him getting into that big truck didn't we yeah and leaving the, his truck with the money in in the petrol station but that's what I don't okay. that's what I don't understand the, why they did that why did they let them discover the money again I think that's the main thing for me that's the main thing I, that I just didn't I think it is explained, but I just didn't get it because it all. Happened I, th- I, so, think it's, I think it's all about it all this. So quickly. Not wanting to get too greedy, which was the tenth rule on his list, and I think he thought if they'd have kept it all, they would have been found out because they'd have just everyone would have spunked it, wouldn't they? They'd have just. So if they give some of it and then back, the, and the whole then the plan other... would have fallen apart, and they all would. Have... So they give they give a lot of it back, and then yeah. the company claims the rest back, and eventually people lose interest in it because yeah. it's not as bad. Yeah, as... because the FBI think, which I don't know if this was done deliberately, but I thought that FBI woman was was pretty terrible. I thought she was awful. Yeah, but I think that was the style of this hard nosed, because she was so compared to all the other characters you had in the film, she just came in as like this monotone bitch, and I was just, oh crap. Sort of stuck out like a sort mm. of I don't think I don't. If that was supposed to be done to comedic effect, like making fun of that kind of character, I, I don't, I think, don't it, think that was done well. If that's the intention, I don't think it was sort of comedy. I think it was just um, maybe just a little comment on just sort of these that sort of thing. Because maybe, but it, it, to me, it just felt like it was just doing it. It didn't seem like much of a comment. It just kind of annoyed me in the film because she was. I'd say it annoyed me. I just felt she was just terrible. But I think mm. it was sort of deliberately done. I think it's a deliberate decision. Yeah, but know. we didn't want to go because everything else in this film was so over the top. She just came in and was just a cliche sort of FBI. I think right, okay. I've tried to see. I've seen what your point is here. Mm. I mean, it did annoy me. If I, right. I think if it was intention, if it was deliberate, then mm. I think that's probably a mistake. I don't think they should have done that. If it's not deliberate, then I think that's a bit of a mistake. I don't think they should have done that. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's just, that's just kind of... Uh, yeah. Did have a bit of a um, strange vibe mm. coming off of... Yeah. yeah. Especially when her colleague didn't seem as much as no. she did. But then she she comes back in the end. And yeah, is she in on it? No, I, she, I think she wants... She's still... She's still trying I've, to get... I think it's... That's what I was thinking. Because we said that it's been six months, still no leads and all this sort of stuff, and she's got this sort of conspiracy theory. Mm. And it's one of these sort of cases where they're cutting resources or whatever, mm. but she still believes in herself, doesn't she? Mm. She's got to crack it herself, She's Hank Schrader going after 
Yes. Eisenberg. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, okay, Breaking I get that. bad spoiler there for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I, I get that. Um, Which I quite liked. And yeah, quite leaves, leaves a little passing. question there in the end for you. Yes, very nice ending, I thought. Sequel? <laughs> oh, please no. <laughs> Definitely not. But I quite like that idea. Yeah, I do. But I guess her, just her, the way she did that character, just I didn't care for Okay, yeah, that's, I, I completely agree. I completely see that point. Mm. Um, but I, again, yeah, okay, so the ending itself was sort of left a bit ambiguous. Which, as I've said before, like, love that, big fan of that. Yeah. Um, and I did actually quite like the last bar scene. I did as Maybe well, some, actually. Again, something that might have wound me up in another film where all the characters come back, or not, most of the characters are coming back and everyone's sort of, you know, jovial. And, and yeah. Break into dance scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Might have uh, wound me up on another film, but I just felt it was so in fitting with this and yeah. going back to their bar and, and yeah yeah, yeah I, I, I thought it was left in a really nice way so are you still confused then as to yeah a little bit because there's another element of this is the the actual NASCAR thing themselves of that company mm, yes who are then because the FBI woman said how much did you know how to claim back yeah exactly and he said on the complicated algorithms or something didn't he yeah so I, I'm not a fucking accountant going go yeah. with someone else basically because yeah, they didn't actually know... The NASCAR didn't know the actual figure that was robbed. Yeah. So they just guessed and claimed it back on the insurance. Mm. Which to me doesn't doesn't actually seem like a strange thing. No. That seems but like... Plausible, that, seem, that seems like the kind of thing that would happen. Because, because especially in that system, of, the system that they had to get the cash, so the, the cashiers on the, on the, on the bar, hot dog stands and whatever, putting the money in the float and then sending it away mm. in the little chutes... They were saying, wouldn't they? Oh, come on, just speed up the... Yeah, we'll sort out the yeah. details later, yeah. 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 So they didn't even know. They were just putting money in, bang, just sending it off. So no one sort of knew. So I, I, again, I was quite happy with that. Oh, I was, yeah, I was. The, the only thing is how she she would think that... She, well, I guess she's just trying to interrogate him, trying to make put pressure on him, I guess. Yeah. So I don't really have a problem with that, but yeah. Yeah, the, the idea of that I don't think is... But I, think I mean, it, I, I'm not a fucking expert on... Yeah. fucking claims but no. it seems like in that situation you would just have an yeah. estimate yeah especially because it was the biggest race day of the year yeah it's the biggest takings and all that sort of stuff you maybe would base it off last year's takings yeah. I don't know but again even the sort of a throwaway line of him saying I'm not an accountant guys I don't really know yeah it's sort of I can I can completely believe that oh yeah sometimes yeah. It, you know there's nothing worse than oh they're just copping out here and what sort of excuses that or whatever but yeah. Or just wink to the camera, eh? I'm, I'm not such a nice guy. Yeah. And uh, I'm just going to come up with a vague excuse here. But it, it was plausible. It was plausible deniability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, No, I, I liked that. Mm. Um, yeah, the, the only... the only. Th- Basically, I just need to see it again. Just to, oh, just well, to really get my head around it. This is the thing, I mean, it's so rewatchable. It I is agree. so rewatchable. I think so, yeah. Um, and I, I think, yeah, as I've sort of said before about Ocean's... Um, that's really rewatchable as well because you'll find you'll pick something up that you didn't see and yeah in your case you'll probably get a much clearer understanding mm. I think just kind of knowing what's going to happen is going to help me kind of see all the details because it, it does happen quite quickly everything happens it did actually quickly which is cool but Be- because, because as well which which I think is an absolute you know credit to the director it sort of looked as if the film was 
coming to a natural end and they got yeah so you, you let your guard down yeah you do and, and it sort of came back to Channing Tatum's character cut away from his brother cut away from his sister that moved away from his family thinking alright oh, so he's just been a bit of a failure all this sort of thing mm. and then bang it just hits you with uh, you're not finished yet guys yeah. <laughs> which I think is brilliant I thought, I thought it was a pretty outstanding decision really and, and yeah. again uh, shot and told in a great way yeah, and I think it's quite a nice idea. Quite a nice idea to have um, these characters where everyone just sees them as these fucking idiot hicks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then they pull off this master plan yeah. that just goes into so much detail. I, I think, think just yeah. think it's quite a nice idea. To and have the, that. the thing about Adam Driver kept talking about, you know, the Logan family curse and all yeah. that sort of thing. You know, maybe it's been lifted now because of what the. Mm. But yeah, I, I really like that. I really like that angle too. Yeah, I do. And the irony of um, Daniel Craig's brothers, who were com- clearly more stupid than the Logan brothers, even they were sort of talking down to him. Like the whole town just yeah. looks at him as if he's yeah, yeah outcast completely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then at the end of it, I feel really. I feel happy for all three of them, the sister included, that have sort of sorted themselves out. Yep. Well, sister's got hooking off with Daniel Craig now. Hooking up with Daniel Craig now. <laughs> uh, who wouldn't? <laughs> um, have you got anything else you want to bring up about this? No, I don't think so. I mean, I covered it, but there, I'll just go and urge people to go and see it, because it's just... Yeah. I was looking on uh, the thing before. It had a 20... Wiki. It had a 29 million budget. It's only made 10.3 at the box office. It's disappointing, that. Mm. Um, I don't know how accurate those figures are. Because it has got very good reviews. Is that on IMDb? You've got that? No, that's on Wikipedia. Mm. I don't know what country or whatever that's sort of taken from. But when did this? When did this come out in America? Uh, might have been sort of eighteenth of August. August yeah. Because apparently I was reading something, um, <laughs> which this really doesn't worry me. Uh, the Hitman's Bodyguard has sort of pipped it. I think the the appeal of that film to the stupid. Yank audience has uh, meant that Logan Lucky suffered a bit at the box office. It's a bit of a shame. That is a shame, actually. Might, but might pick up. I mean, you'd think. I mean, Channing Tatum and Adam Driver are big names now. Yeah, but you'd Ryan think, Reynolds and Samuel yeah. Jackson are no, bigger. Yeah, that's true. That's Especially true. for the female clientele as well. Channing Tatum is um, there for the female clientele. Yeah, no, but cool. Adam Driver isn't. No. But yeah. I, th- I, think, I think sensible film goers would choose. Logan Lucky over Hitman's Bodyguard in a heartbeat. I don't... I'd hope so. I'd certainly hope so. Especially listening to this show, I certainly hope so. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, I think I think the Hitman's Bodyguard is a bit more about uh, just wants to make a load of money. sort of thing. Yeah, well I'm still hoping to see that actually, just to see if it <laughs> ends up being... I'm not going to you, I'm not going to It see might you. be good, you can't it's... say until you've seen it, to be fair. I can't, that's true, but... And I'm not there's nothing it. wrong with Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson individually, so... Yes. Just remember, Samuel L. has made a lot of bad films. That's true, as has a Ryan Reynolds. Bad, uh, yeah. Ryan Reynolds more so, I'd say, actually. Yeah, well... A lot of dross he's made. Yeah, yes, yeah. Especially in his early years, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, I had another interesting point, actually, just to bring up. It was my last sort of thing. Um, don't even notice in the credits, it said it was written by Rebecca Blunt. Well, that's what he said. It just one credit written by. Okay. Um, 
She's not got a Wikipedia page, and it says on this uh, Guardian thingy, but apparently it's like a, it's a um, pseudonym just for Steven Soderbergh, maybe, potentially. We don't really know who the actual pseudonym is, because this Rebecca Blunt person's she's never been to any of the press and not done any interviews. So I wonder who's, mm. who, who actually has wrote this film. Oh yeah, I've just gone on to her IMDb thing. Do you reckon it is actually... As of July 2017, suspected to be a fictitious person, a yeah. pseudonym for an as-yet unidentified. Because apparently, and it's well, it's a first um, writing credit. Mm. Like, it never popped up on anything else. That seems very strange. So I, I wonder if it was um, who sort of... Who it is. Yeah. Well, you think you think... You reckon it's Steven Soderbergh? I think so. Why would he do that, though? I'm pretty sure, did he write... I'm pretty sure he wrote Ocean's Eleven. I'll have to check this now. Wait, are oh, you... Oh, just, oh, yeah, shit, it's based on a fucking... His remake, wasn't it, of course? Ocean's Eleven. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he could, still, he could still have written the script for it, though. The yeah, screen. he could have done. Oh, it was screenplay by Ted Griffin. So, there you go. No, it wasn't him. Huh. Um, yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Very weird. Mm. I want to know who that is. Uh, but right, is that everything for Logan Lucky? I think so, yeah. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Um, let's move on to favourite scenes then. Oh, what are you going to There's a few options with? for this one. Yeah. There is, especially when it starts really mixing in the scenes. Yeah. I really like the, f- I really like the bar scene, the first yeah. bar scene, the fight scene there with Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, it's pretty good. And that one you said earlier, the, the prison one. I might go with that. Yeah, well, uh, do you know what? I'll go for the, the, the bar scene with Seth. Mm. Yeah. Just a great introduction to his character now, the more you I think about it. Just walking in and saying, oh, I'm, I'm this big rich man and all this sort of stuff. And he gets Adam Driver to make him a really complicated dream. He's pretty good at that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that scene, actually. Yeah. Although, I am actually going to change my mind. I'm not going to go with the prison bit where they're talking about Game of Thrones. Right. I'm going to go with... This definitely was my favourite. I'm going to go with the scene where Daniel Craig is making the bomb. Oh, Christ, yeah. I'd just forgotten about that until right now. That was oh, brilliant. Yeah, that was brilliant. That's my favourite scene. When he, <laughs> he comes back and just, Adam Driver just <laughs> takes it in his chest. He's got great facial expressions, Adam Driver. Mm, mm. It's just, it just looks so petrified. Is that good? <laughs> Staying no, still. I've yeah. tied the back to too many knots. Yeah, but that, that was great. The... the, the <laughs> The interaction between the three of them in that scene yeah. was just brilliant. So yeah, I think the three of them throughout the film were were yeah superb. Yeah, like, the, the chemistry and just, they were just bouncing off each other. Weren't they? Yeah, they were. But yeah, Daniel Craig was just something so, else in this. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he wasn't. That's rightly so. But I think all three of them were sort of really brought Ray game up to this film. Definitely. I like Channing Tatum as well. I mean, what a turnaround for him. You know, we've been talking about something like Ryan Reynolds or something like Ryan Gosling. Yeah, he he started in what? what Did he start in like Step Up or something? Yeah, and then Twenty One Jump Street. I think that was the one, wasn't it? That turned. But I think that was was the game changer. I think so. Yeah, yeah, and since then I've just yeah really rated him. He's he's and I've really enjoyed a film. I've really enjoyed seeing him on the bill for a film. If he's going to be in it, I'm thinking, oh okay, maybe not New Kingsman, but yeah. Mm. Even in what was the thing we saw him in recently? He was in Hateful Eight. Do you remember that? Really briefly, he was in Hateful Eight. Mm. And Hail Caesar, who's in that? Yeah, I didn't see Hail Caesar. Yeah. Right. Well, he was in. He's that. Supposed to be good in that, though, wasn't he? Um, well, he's not. He's not got a very big part in it. Right, it's okay. kind of. It's more just a dance scene, but it's pretty good anyway. <clears throat> which is why I really want to see Magic Mike now, which yeah. I will actually. I'll go watch it this week. I think. 
Yeah, I'd like to see that. Mm. Okay, uh, that's the end of spoiler talk now, though, for Logan Lucky. So you can listen now without fear. And what are you going to give this film out of ten? Oh, I'm going high. Yeah? Yeah. I'm going nine, nine and a half, you know. Yeah, well, seriously high. Hellfire. I don't know, you know. I think, I think I'll give it a nine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is tricky, Richie. Yeah. Because I think either way, I think on a rewatch, it could it could move up. So, yeah. do you mark it high or do you stay a bit reserved, leaving room for... I don't know, because I loved it. I loved it. Honestly, did. What does your heart tell you? Don't <laughs> <laughs> tell me anything. Men don't tell me anything either. Um, I think I'm going to give it... Oh. I'm going to have to rush you for a decision here. Okay, yeah, I'll go for... I'll give Logan Lucky a nine and a half. Nice. All right. Could move up to a full house on a rewatch. I'm playing it safer. I'm going to be a bit more reserved, leave room for improvement on a second watch for when maybe I understand everything that's going on in it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going seven and a half for All this. Right. That's fair enough. But yeah. Definitely worth a watch. Mm. Mm. Okay, uh, let's... Actually, do you know what? I'll give it a nine. <laughs> I'll give it a nine. Because I was thinking this last guy. week. You're gonna I was be thinking ch- last week. i tell you what, you're going to be tossing and turning tonight. I know. Worrying about your Actually, rating. Actually, no, I'm going to back myself. I'm going to give it a nine. I'm going to stick with nine and a half. Yeah, why not? But I was thinking last Fuck week... Fuck the haters. I shouldn't have given Annabelle a six. Uh, thank you very much. I probably should give it, because we want to listen back to the episode as well. I think five and a half, it was just above average. It was just above average mm. in my eyes. Six... I knew you'd gone too high. The more I thought about it, the thought a game it follows a six and it follows it follows was a lot better. Mm. So I, I don't know why I put it in the same bracket. It's because we fought too hard, so you were fighting, know, yeah. you were fighting your corner, so you had to yeah. you had to go for yeah. it. <laughs> because you'd gone so low, I wanted to give it a bit more praise. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there was no way that was in the same bracket as it follows. Okay, right, so Annabelle Creation five and a half. There you go. Lucky nine and a half. <laughs> there you go then. There you go, listeners. Uh, updates on Jack, that rating next down. week, maybe. <laughs> okay, um, let's move on then. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna skip quiz night oh, this week just because it's two of us and mm. a bit pointless, really. So, mm. yeah, I know we skipped it last week as well, but you know it's it's our fucking show, so just yeah. keep, fuck off. Unless unless any listeners can come up with a game we can play, yeah, be sure that. that'd be good. Yeah, we'd definitely be up for that. Like um, something fun, like Matt did. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Mm. So yeah, uh, just email any uh, suggestions to filmnet uh, at yahoo.co.uk. Mm. Brilliant. Or tweet us at filmnet underscore. Yes. Right. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Get into some news now, mm. and boy, it is really slim pickings <sighs> this week. Yeah. Do you know what? It's getting strange for us. Like. Hardly got anything to last couple of weeks. It's been pretty dry. Yeah, either that or we're just getting pickier with what we think is worth talking yeah, about. Yeah, maybe I'm just giving airtime to certain things that yeah. don't deserve my wasting me wasting my breath. <laughs> to be honest. But yeah, this yeah, we've just been trying to find something mm. worth talking about and there's just been fuck all this week really. Mm. As far as we can see anyway. But anyway, um, one thing we have found that we can talk about is a trailer for uh, the new series of American Horror Story, Mm. uh, which is coming out in September. Um, 
American Horror Story cult. Cult. So we've talked about American Horror Story before, but mm. I have never seen any of them. Well, I urge you to, because they are very good. Yeah, I, I really should get on that. It's just, you know, uh, starting a series is the hardest part of yes, watching a series. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, what what do you, as someone that's actually seen them, what do you think of this Yeah, I've, again, I'm someone who's not seen them all, though, I'm quite a few behind. Oh, right. if you haven't had, this is the seventh one. Um, seventh Fucking season. hell, really? Yeah, seventh Jeez. season. Yeah, I know, yeah. Uh, as far as I'm aware, there's only five on Netflix. Right. Um, the sixth one isn't on there yet because I think it came out well September last year, obviously. Um, and this, yeah. is, this is something that's it's like an anthology thing. Yeah, it's it? an anthology. Yeah, sort of first one. It's set in different times, and but we have most of the same act- actors. actors come back, like Sarah Paulson and Evan Peters, who are in that trailer. For different and, characters. For different characters. And mm. like, uh, Emma Roberts was one of the first. Yeah, she, right. She's actually quite good in them as well. Um, this trailer, but... <laughs> I don't really know what to say. I mean, it's just very bizarre and creepy. It's and kind of just a bit of a clusterfuck of... Uh, it is. It is. And <laughs> I think it's sort of intentionally done in that way to sort of scare you. Sure. And there's something going on about the whole Donald Trump presidency mm-hmm. and the sort of realism with that and... Sarah Paulson is this troubled woman who's seen ghosts or kids or something. <laughs> I don't really know. Um, these little creepy kids and these little creepy clowns and creepy Evan Peters with his creepy blue hair. I mean, there's all sorts going on. Do they kind of just work like horror films but in TV series yeah, fashion? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, they're actually quite disturbing. Yeah? Yeah. Been, the first two are brilliant, mm. but the first two seasons are actually scary. Yeah. Um, the third one's not as good. I think I actually might stop or might take me ages to watch it. Right. Um, but I, I need to watch Hotel, which is five. Lady Gaga's in that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's on, that's on Netflix, but I've not watched it. Um, yeah, it's just it just looks really creepy. It does look creepy. But in a weird way, it's... Yeah, as you said, it, it looks very strange. I mean, would, would you want... Would that make you want to watch it? After seeing that trailer. Um, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Yeah, to be honest, I I, I would actually because firstly, I'd be interested to see the kind of these kind of horror aspects done in a TV mm. series because mm. I don't know if the, as far as I off the top of my head, I don't think there's much out there like that. No, no. Um, I mean, I kind of roll my eyes whenever anything's kind of making a commentary on Donald Trump right. now because I I feel like it's just too any too easy a target, even mm. like. In some of my favorite things, like in the latest season of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which was like my one of my favorite shows ever, mm. um, they have one joke dedicated to it, and it's just so out of out of place. It's like it's literally not, not just, necessary. and it's like at the beginning of the series as well. It's literally just there so that they can make a joke out of it. It's kind of just reminds just it fucking reminds me of fucking Grimsby when they did it. Oh god, um, I don't know. I mean, maybe I mean, you, you can obviously you can do these kind of jokes and do it well but yeah. everyone's just it's too easy everyone's just being really lazy with them I think with the American Horror Story though it looks like it's might actually serve sort of well yeah as seen, and seeing as this isn't just I mean obviously it's going to be a commentary but it's like it's not just there just to make a little joke it's kind of making a horror thing about it so mm. it could be pretty interesting mm. pretty cool so yeah the I'm show's called American Horror Story well yeah obviously <laughs> so uh, yeah yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, I would. I would actually be interested in mm. seeing those at some point. Yeah, I but I'm when. pretty sure all five are on there. You, 
To be so, honest, so when you said there were seven series, that put me off a little bit. I know, it does sort of put you off. But probably sort of 12, 13 episodes. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, very good. I'm, I'm, I'm really interested to see that. Yeah. I just don't know when it's going to come on to UK Netflix. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much all we've got, really. Like, There's a few little things here for news. Like, There's apparently going to be a standalone film about the Joker, which is going to be directed by Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips. Which is a very weird idea to me, but also, uh, I, kind of can't, I just can't be bothered talking about it. I mean, it. there's two weird ideas in that sentence. There's a, a standalone Joker film. Yeah. And then the fact that it's directed by Todd Phillips. Yeah. I don't know why they're doing this while this Especially DC when Universe thing is going on. So isn't the Weinstein Company doing a um, love interest story with Joker and Harley Quinn? Yeah. As like another separate film. So that's two separate Joker films. Yeah. I just don't understand no. why. Why is this happening? Yeah. Whatever. Is it is. Is that what we really need? No. No. And then the other thing is uh, just that Dwayne Johnson, uh, the, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and um, who is the other one? Oh, and uh, Jennifer Lawrence are no longer the highest paid mm. actors. Um, they've been pushed off by Emma Stone and Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg? I mean, that's an interesting one. What's he? What did he do this year? Um... Oh, well, he, he's he's doing Daddy's Home too. Oh no! There was Deep Water Horizon last year. Yeah, yeah. I don't it know. Must be something that's been a massive earner for him, but maybe we've not seen something. I don't know. It seems a bit. Think of something off the top of me. Oh, there was that also the Boston thing. The the Patriot was it or the Patriot? I suppose it's supposed to be pronounced. Um, could have a bit of breaking news here. Oh. I just got a notification on YouTube. Holy shit! Recommended recent upload: Black Mirror season four episode ti- or episode titles. <gasps> Ooh. I don't know if that's an actual trailer. Hmm. Oh yeah, the trailer for Netflix's Black Mirror season four. Fuck you now. Mine's not actually a trailer. Mine's a, it's just, it says mine's a title. Which one are you on then? I've, well, I've just gone onto news and found some article from yesterday. Saying that there was a trailer for Black Mirror released yesterday. Fucking hell, how did we not see this? Right, let's get this. Uh, let's on. get on this. Uh, we'll be back in just two seconds. We're going to have a look at this Black Mirror trailer. Okay, so trailer for Black Mirror, season four. Mm. Um, it was very short. It was, pretty, it was pretty much just the episode titles and a couple of clips yep. that don't really give you much no. uh, in the background. Um, <clears throat> what, what are you thinking, though? Yeah, I thought it looked pretty, pretty good. It's got it's got my interest. Yeah, I just I'm still I'm still a bit hesitant. I'm still I'm really let down by season season three. And yeah. Plus these were done at the same time, weren't yep, they? Yep. So this is essentially season three point two. It's I guess. just the sixth that be cut out of the previous yeah thing. So it's, it's one season split into two. And the so other... then part of me is just like not. Mm. Because it really, honestly, I was so disappointed. Bar a couple of episodes, bar a couple of episodes in the third season, mm. with just the general quality of the show. I mean, and there were there were a couple of them which were just downright dire. Well, uh, that last one, yeah, with Benny Wong was just a disgrace. Yeah, I, mean, I thought that's just oh god. Well, you can go and read my review on fucking website about that. Oh, filmlightpodcast.com filmlightpodcast.com Laid into that, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there was a couple of good ones. I really like San Junipero. I know you weren't as keen on that. Mm. 
And I like the the horror game one as well. Uh, which one? The horror game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very good. But then, I don't know, I mean, again, I thought it was a good teaser trailer. Yeah, I did. 50 seconds or a minute or whatever it was. As you said, title, couple of clips. Okay, interested. Mm. Then it's this side to it. Well, I'm actually interested because of what I know. Yeah, and not just that. The other thing that makes me also a bit mm, about it is, I mean, we saw Todd from Breaking Bad in there, which is just... Jesse Plemons. Jesse Plemons, sorry. Um, Which is just another indicator there that the thing is getting more American. Yeah, Um, and and this is a problem with season three was the American... The Americanization yeah. of it, and as well, the Netflix influence as well. I don't think it's helped the show. No, you know, someone who watched it as when it was live on Channel Four, and when it first came out, you know, and it's just it was three just, episodes. Yeah, three episodes, one hour, quite unlike anything I've ever seen before or since, really. Mm. And that's, that's that's true. That's absolutely true. And and now you're at a point where it's. There's more people involved. Mm. It's mm. like six episodes a season now. And it felt as if when it was on Channel 4, um, Charlie Brooker just had free creative reign to mm. do what he wanted. Whereas now, yeah, the American side of it, the Netflix influence, the bigger budgets, the bigger whatever, the bigger audience, I think it's might be ruining it a bit. Yeah. And a bit. So, yeah, I'm not really sure, to be honest. I'm half of a bit excited half not I wonder if there's going to be more things like Donald Trump in this as well because in mm. in the second brave if he did you reckon yeah well everyone's doing it yeah no but I mean I was I was just thinking because uh, in the second in the second what the Waldo season, thing yeah he always goes on about or everyone always goes on about how the Waldo thing is is a lot like the Donald Trump thing which makes me fucking roll my eyes but um, yeah, so I'd be interested if he thinks, well, I don't really need to do that if I feel like that's kind of yeah. already tackled that subject. It's being done by... Others. Or if it's just going to, if he's just going to go straight into it and do it again, or mm. or one of the other writers, or I don't know. Mm. Inter- interesting to find out. So. Put it this way, when season three came onto Netflix, I rewatched one and two again because they were already on there, and then watched season three. I won't be watching rewatching season three before this one gets on to no. Netflix now. I might watch a couple of them again. I might watch Sandra Napero and yeah. the Horror One, but I'm not going to watch all six of them. I'll probably watch Sandra Napero again just to see if I change my mind on that. Yeah, I, I love that. I love that because I, I wasn't as crazy about that one. But yeah, yeah I'll see if I see if I, that goes up for me. Mm. Yeah. So a few familiar, fa- I recognise a few faces on there. Maybe a few actors or actresses that I saw. One of the girls in season two of Humans. You know, one that said Black Museum is like. A that girl outside and recognise her face. Okay. She plays she actually plays a robot in like one of his robots in that, so hmm. it's quite creepy. Nice little black mirror humans the black mirror, nice little transition there. Hmm. I just hope it stays with the I don't know. They just they just design things brilliantly in the show and that's like one of my favourite things about it. Mm. They do it in a really cool way, a yeah. really realistic way. Yeah. So yeah. Apart from those stupid synthetic bees. Yeah. <laughs> oh. mm. Anyway, yeah. That's so. That's that. And mm, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> so I found that. Yeah, me too. Because we were fucking. Is it? Is it? Um, 
Didn't see that yesterday. Let's, let's be honest, no one was interested in this other bullshit we were going on about fucking Joker and yeah. Come on, saved by Black Mirror. <laughs> All right, um, so let's move on from news then to things that we've watched this week. What have you got for us, Woody? Just one thing, Richie. Um, really? Yeah. Wow, well, I've, fucking... I've been I've been away, haven't I? Of course. Yeah. So I've been Oof, um, not like you. No, it's very unlike me. Um, obviously, you know, watched them. Um, People just do nothing in the second episode of that mm. and carry on with Peep Show and that, but I don't really need to say anything Sure, about sure. That. So I've only watched one film um, on Sunday night before I went away on the Monday because Seth Rogen tweeted um, that Superbad was 10 years old this today or something or this week. Mm. And I thought, well, it's going to be rude not to watch it now, isn't it? <laughs> so I rewatched it, probably fourth watch or something maybe, uh, maybe third or fourth. I've got that same box you've got actually. Oh, the, you know, the, the triple, the drug, it's not there. The Judd Apatow. Is it knocked up, 40-year-old virgin? That's it. Bad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I stuck Superbad on, and, I mean, what can I say? What can you say? But, I mean, it, it's it's just outstanding, still now. Mm, still one of my favourite oh, movies of all time. Oh, it's got to be. There's just something about it, and I, th- I think the fact that Seth Rogen wrote it with Evan Goldberg mm. when he was a teenager actually makes it so much more Really? How many times? Like, it's, it's quite a generic cliche ad- idea, really. But the characters are so relatable. That's it's, insane. It's so strange because of the writing and because of the thing, yeah. the way it's done. Yeah, you can, you can tell that it wasn't a forty-year-old, forty-year-old direct uh, screenwriter writing this for hmm. a, a younger audience. It was done by him. Obviously, you know, Seth's very funny, but I don't know. There's just something about it, isn't it? It's, but, so, it's think, so strange because it's such it's such a ridiculous film. There's yes. so many ridiculous things going on in it, yeah. and yet it still manages to stay relatable yeah. and yeah. grounded. And some kind of top top performances from from everyone really. Mm. It's just and I watched all the out. I've got the out, uh, watched the outtakes and all that sort of stuff. And the nice. blooper reel. Like, you just tell they're all having fun. Oh yeah, and just that you know, Bill Hader and <laughs> Seth Rogen himself. Like they're so funny. Yeah, the police. I actually so saw. Great. On IMDb because I went on IMDb after obviously, and saw this. I thought, "Oh my Christ, I've got to mention this." Yeah, here we go. The role of Officer Michaels, which was Seth Rogen's role, mm. was originally offered to whom? Have a guess. Okay, okay, right. Let's do this. Who would it be offered to? Is this right? Is this a comedic actor? Is it a serious? This is a comedic actor offered to a, fun, a very funny one that we. We like here at Film Night. Hmm. Underused. 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 You know. But appreciated. Okay, right. Tell me it's phase on love. No, but you're in the right ballpark. Okay. Oh, go on, I, I can't think. Go Kyle on. Gass. Fucking hell. Kyle Gass. That I know, I, I found that astounding. I really did. That's so weird, because I remember when we, when we, when we mm. talked about Elf, we were talking about how we wished Kyle Gass was in more. Exactly, yeah. More we, we loved phase on love as well. You know, oh yeah, it's so weird that I managed to think yeah. of such a similar. But um, yeah, imagine if it would it would have been Bill Hader and Kyle Gass as the cops. That could have been good. <laughs> That'd be good. But actually, but he, I think Seth was pretty, pretty great good. anyway. Yeah, yeah. I would I would have loved to have been, to have found a role for Kyle Gass though. I wonder why he didn't do it or yeah yeah I don't know. He offered it to him. He didn't say who to, if he turned it down or well obviously he did turn it down. Or maybe it was yeah, could have been anything scheduling. Maybe he was mm. off touring with Jack. <laughs> the D. <laughs> the D. Maybe. Um 
but yeah, Superbad just it's just yeah, just one it. of those films. That I think maybe for you know like me and you and others, but yeah, it's that relatable side. So it's got a bit more because you actually look at like, some of the re- reviews. Some people just don't really like it. Or some people don't get it. Or don't find it funny. So I think you have to sort of well, I, I, obviously the first time I saw it, it was a lot younger, and mm. it's got to be like one of the first. Kind of like one of the one of the first kind of fifteen rated comedies that you saw that I saw. Mm. I mean, I, I wouldn't know for sure, but I feel like it. It probably is. Yeah, yeah. Because I'd seen that before. I saw the forty year old virgin, um, mm. and yeah, I just <laughs> absolutely love it. I could I can watch that again and again. Yeah, it's just such a go to. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. Such that is a fun film. <sighs> Absolutely. And the, the, all the actors in it are great. Uh, mm. Jonah Hill and Michael Sarah together, and <sighs> yeah. Christopher Mintz Platz, I think his name yeah, is, yeah. as as McLovin. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Mm. We've got a review of that. Uh, one of our very early oh. reviews on filmthatpodcast.com. Mm. So maybe worth having a listen. Mm. Uh, bear in mind it was a very early episode so uh, <laughs> we weren't quite as used to podcasting and reviewing as we as, <laughs> as we are today but anyway and of course I wasn't on it so that's true that was, that, was, that was in the days before Woody before, the with his presence. before it got good <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey. Um, but that's your lot dude that's, that's all it. I've done yeah okay yeah. Uh, well I've got three films I think the only other thing I've been watching is I'm still in I'm still watching BMS Oh yes, right. How far are you? Not? How far? Are you I'm in not? season two now. Ooh. I'm I'm annoyed that Thingy's left. Yeah, no, because yeah. he's a fucking drug addict. Yeah, uh, but it's still really great. Um, the guy who they replace him with is, is very funny. Yeah, he is actually. Yeah. Uh, he gets he gets funny. He his fucking TV show dreams. That was <laughs> absolutely. That was amazing. <laughs> just his face as he's yeah. doing that intro was just amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to really like it. You see, like, you see, yeah. like it's starting now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a bug. I don't know yeah. what, I don't know how it. Does strange, it. isn't it? Very strange, strange. It? very strange. But yeah, I'm really liking it. Mm. You got so much fucking stuff to come. <laughs> oh, I'm excited for you. There was a fucking Inglorious Bastards um, parody in it. What's that? Yeah. Uh, which one is it? The, you know when they when they have a big battle with the nerds. And the nerds like stop doing their homework. Oh, yeah. And then at the end, um, the mascot guy, what's his name? Alex. No. Oh no, um, I don't know. Anyway, the mascot, he uh, d- he like plans this whole massive prank on them, and it ends with his face on the uh, cinema screen. Oh shit! While it's <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so strange. <laughs> Did not expect to see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. I'm still carrying on with that and enjoying it. Uh, right, I'll start with the worst. Um, well, not the worst, but one of the bad ones, anyway. Um, I watched Black Beauty. Guild. Uh, have you seen this film? No, I don't all? want to. No, no. I'm guessing it's a Cleo. Yes, film. yes, yeah. you'd be absolutely correct in <laughs> making that uh, assumption. Uh, I was forced to watch Black Beauty, which I've been again putting off for a very long time, <laughs> just like the last time I had to watch on the Cleo's. To be fair, I make her a lot watch a lot of films. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, last time wasn't it the one with the Paul Walker and the dogs or whatever? Yeah, Eight Below, and I I thought this was going to be another one of those. It, I guess it wasn't as bad. Mm. It's just. 
just not. It's just a nothing. Yeah. Like this film is mm. just. It's here because little, little girls like horses, and yes. Cleo was a little girl when she, she first watched, watched it, this yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. So and she likes horses a lot. <laughs> um, and yeah, just like in Eight Below, the dogs acting was very impressive. The horses acting is very impressive. They get them to do. They get them to do impressive things in it, and I can appreciate it on that level. But the film itself is just so shit, boring, and the acting is bad, with the possible exception of David Thewlis, who's in it. Really? Yeah. Blackpool's finest. Yeah, Sean Bean's in it as well. Oh, what? He's only briefly. Only briefly. Okay. It's not worth watching. No. Just for that, no. he, he, you know, he's. Does he win the Sean Bean Award then for that performance? No, he, I mean he doesn't. He doesn't seem like he's completely out of place. He doesn't seem like he's just wandered onto the set accidentally, <laughs> as he did in The Martian. <laughs> I can never get over that oh, scene. No. Just him walking in, looking absolutely confused, <laughs> not knowing what's going on. Anyway, no, in this he was just kind of a little part. It was. I, think, right. I think it was before he was quite big. I don't, yeah. I don't know. But anyway. But yeah, it's just just a boring film. Just mm. not not for me. Obviously, I am not the demographic for this film. No, you're not. Are you? So yeah, moving on. I oh, this is an interesting one. I went I went to see Wind River. What? Yeah, I, I hadn't heard of this before. But this is a is a a new film, which um I I got to I went to see an advanced screening for at right. Odeon. Yeah. As part of a feature they're doing. I think it's monthly, right. which is called Screen Unseen. Yeah, so I I I, I put that thing on, um, but so then we didn't really talk about it. Good concept, this I think. Good concept. Mm. Yeah, they 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 basically have just got a mystery film, right? That they're going to play once a month, and you weren't was it quite busy. Was actually mm. yeah, and it and you could tell it was filled with actual film enthusiasts. Right. It wasn't just you know the the usual um, dregs mm. of society. Um, yeah, it was. It was just because you could, I could hear people talking about it, talking about different films they've watched, and okay. you know, it was quite a nice environment to be in. Actually, it's like being makes at a foul, change, it? it was like being at Foul Film Society. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it makes a change. Um, so anyway, I went. To, I went to this thing, and um, good to ask. Is it does Limitless cover this? Oh yeah. Right, okay. I was worried about that, but yes, right, it does. Right. It makes so, it even more interesting. Yeah. So. The only the only issue is that it's on fucking Monday nights, just like the film site is, and I just I just stand by that that's just not a good <laughs> good night to go and see a film, yeah. especially if it's going to be one that you need to pay attention to, mm. you know, a, a, foreign, a foreign language mon- indie film. Just spent Monday at work, uh, kind of, and yeah, once you're actually in the middle of the film, it's kind of fine, um, but I'll, I'll admit for this film, the viewing conditions were compromised. It's not the best because mm. I was just fucking tired. Mm. But the film itself was terrible. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, I've never heard of it. This stars Jeremy Renner, and it actually—I I wrote a review for it. I don't know if you saw it, but uh, it starts off quite promising. Uh, the cinematography is good. Right. They make great use of the location, um, mm. and it does the kind of idea of it does kind of grab your interest early on. It's basically like a crime investigation right. thing, and that's the whole idea of it. So right. you know pretty generic idea to start off with but mm. it, you know it's kind of interesting um, but as soon as this female FBI agent comes into it it immediately becomes <sighs> a boring cliched oh, piece dear. of shit oh dear she is she like she is basically like 
That's not dissimilar to the, the Logan FBI Lucky. agent in Logan Lucky. Not not quite as as right, but yeah, still right. very cliched and uh, yeah, just just I, I I dozed off a lot. I don't I don't think I actually fell asleep, but I zoned out definitely, yeah, yeah. and my mind drifted onto other things. Oh dear! While I was watching it, it was just just dull. Just it it, mm. it, it and it and it tried to create these character backstories that I just did not give a fuck about, and especially when they're so cliched. Everything yeah. was a cliche. I, I really can't yeah. explain it any differently than that. Um, and then, oh yeah, uh, taking notes from my review, but uh, yeah, it then shows these really kind of over the top scenes that it expects you to be really shocked by or find really tense. Um, um, I won't, I won't say specifically because it's spoiler. I might say it off air to right. you. Um, I don't think you're going to see it. So no, I, mean, yeah, I don't. I don't expect you to. When's it actually coming out? Then if it's one I've of no movies? idea. I've no idea. It was just interesting that we just saw this screen unseen thing, and we were like, "Should we go and see that?" Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that's a good concept. I think it's a good concept. I just wish it was on a different day, but I suppose they do it to get people in a day where they wouldn't yeah, usually get people in. Yes. Um. There's also another one. They do it so it's twice a month, really. There's one which is screen unseen, and then there's another one which is scream. Unseen, which is for a horror film. Ooh. So, uh, so it's one for so you know when you go and see the screen unseen, it's not going to be a horror film. Mm. Only those are reserved for the scream unseen. I was kind of hoping it was going to be Logan Lucky when yeah. when I was going to see it. Apparently, they do um, hints on their Twitter for it, but they don't they don't tell you the film. You don't know what the film's going to be until until you like, until it's too late. Yeah, it's a pretty cool idea. Mm. Um, but anyway, yeah, there's so, these. Do we have any trailers or anything then? Or just bang straight film starts at the time? Or... Um, well, I got there quite late. Right. So I I was actually worrying about that if there's going to be trailers and I'm, I'm going to miss the start of the film here. Mm. Especially when they were having fucking trouble with their limitless system or whatever and they fucking took like half an hour to get my fucking ticket. <laughs> it was a mess. Um, but yes, there were trailers in this right. one, but I heard somebody else in the queue say that they'd been to the one before and it mm. didn't have trailers. Oh, so. I don't know. Got to get in there early then by ourselves. Yeah, it might be an idea too. But maybe, maybe I don't know, maybe it was just a mistake that, when yeah. that one person went to. Maybe they're an unreliable source. It was, <laughs> this was just somebody behind me in the queue. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, there's, there's they have these scenes that are just overly, or, or and, and vague, quite vaguely, graphic uh, visuals of taboo subjects. Yeah. And it just it just feels like it, it just thinks it's so profound when doing these things and it's like yeah. oh, my, oh my god you, you, it thinks the audience is sitting there like oh my god this is almost unwatchable and it is almost unwatchable <laughs> but not for the reasons it wants to be yeah okay it's unwatchable because it's fucking sh- shit <laughs> um, but they want it to be unwatchable because it's like, so grotesque, a really intense and, yeah, and, yeah. and shocking doing, shocking and doing something that well, maybe the average person would be uncomfortable with okay but it's not. It, well, it's, it ends up being quite hilarious in a, in a lot of aspects because the the, the, the characters that are the the bad the bad guys uh, yeah. they, they're just they're just so over the top and intense. <laughs> it just it just ends up being funny. Yeah. So yeah, shit film. I gave that one star on Letterboxd. Oof. Uh, yeah. And uh, right, the only other thing I've watched is Leon <laughs> El Profesional. Professional. 
Um, and yeah, I love this film. Mm. Absolutely brilliant. I, I didn't quite give it a full house. Okay. Um, because I don't know, it might go up on a rewatch. I, I, th- I think it, I think there the, the were a little little things that, that okay. I didn't quite care for. I think I think the music was a bit heavy handed at times. Yeah. Okay. That's fair enough. Um, and it was like, it was, it was like, it was like it was trying to force me to be emotional at times when, right. to be honest, if they just cut back on the music there, it probably would have been more emotional. It would have worked just fine. Mm. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's been, a, it's been a couple of days now since I watched it, but, uh, yeah, I, I did actually really enjoy the film yeah. and I was in it pretty much throughout. It was, it, it had my attention mm. throughout the whole thing. Uh, I thought all the acting was pretty great. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, loved, um, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman was incredible. Yeah, he's great. And um, Natalie Portman was pretty good. She, I mean, she she's she's very good depending on the film yeah. and it's not, the it's director. It's not a Star Wars prequel. She's very I good. guess, yeah. She, she she can be very good, but she can also be very terrible. Mm. Um, mm. But she she was good in this. Is it Was it a first film? It must be. Yeah, first ever, yeah. First feature film. So a hell of a film to be mm. the first one. Mm. But yeah, really enjoyed it. Uh, Cleo was watching it with me. I think she was getting a bit. Uh, she was a bit creeped out by the uh, relationship. Yeah, in, involved it, in it. it gets weird at times. Doesn't it gets it? very weird at times. Yeah. So I think that maybe put her off a, a little bit. Mm. That, you know, to, to us seasoned professionals, uh, <laughs> these are just these are just things that happen in yeah, these films. That yeah, exactly. I, I see it. I see it as being really interesting. Well, apparently, when I went on the IMDb after the, he actually had to cut back on it. Like. It, in the actual oh, really? original screenplay, that's a lot more intense. That's probably a good idea. I think it's probably a good idea. Because well, yeah. it was getting. I, mean, a I bit... think we actually filmed um, what like, testers and screened it to people, mm. and we actually said, oh, "Fucking no, bit bit like, too much." Actually, like, I can see that. Bit, yeah, just too much. I can see that. It's probably a good idea that they cut back on that. Um, but I, I think we, I think we end up getting the balance quite pretty right I think so because it can be quite there's only there's only a real small hint that he's kind of returning her favour I I know she goes a bit but that makes sense like a child who's got no family family and just relies on this one person Mm. like that's to me that's a very believable scenario Mm. but then when he starts to get a bit (laughs) returning that's Mm. That's when it starts to get a bit... I think John Reno as well is very good oh yeah and I think I was trying to explain last time that aspect of him when he can't, he doesn't know how to read and stuff. So Natalie mm. Pullman t- teaches him how to read and mm. adds a bit of depth to his character, I think, and a bit more. You sad with him a bit more, don't you? Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. No, I, I thought he was absolutely great. But he's not. He's not just an. He's not just a killing machine. He's a human being, and that adds to. I think it adds to the film. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's brilliant, isn't it? It's really good. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to rewatch it. I mean, I, I. I know I didn't hate Valerian as much as. Uh, I thought I would, but mm. fucking nothing on no, this. No, I mean, Valer- fucking Valerian is good because of the visuals and mm. and and things like that. Whereas everything everything that's good about this film is shit about Valerian. <laughs> all the all the writing, yeah. the dialogue, the story. Well, and how can you have a film like this? I know. I honestly don't go know because that. that's what I wrote on Letterbox. I said. This is a masterpiece from Luke Besson. What went yeah. wrong? What yeah. did go wrong? Yeah, what happened? He's nearly twenty. He's probably over twenty years old now. It must be. Mm. I'd love to watch the Fifth Element though. Now, yeah, yeah, I do want to see that actually. But see what that's like. 
I'm not surprised it's rated as highly as it is on IMDb list as well. You can t- you can tell it's mm. very sought out, very highly acclaimed film, and it deservedly is. It really, I think it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I, very yeah. interesting trivia section on IMDb as well. Have you have you read it? No. Well, check it out. It's really good. Yeah, I will. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, absolutely love that, and yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing it again someday. So, what rating would you give it then? At ten, uh, nine, definitely. Mm. Yeah, very good. Mm. Okay, uh, but that's it from me. All right. So, uh, I guess we'll just uh, move on to say that you can email us at filmnight at yahoo.co.uk if you want. Please follow us on Twitter at filmnight underscore and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or any other podcatcher that you found us on. Other than that, unless you've got anything else you'd like to say. I'm not rich, you know. No? Yeah. It's been all right, hasn't good it? Good work. Yeah. Once um, again. Yeah, we've managed to... Uh, Keep keep the keep everything going whilst the other two f- fuck off. Not dogs messing around. It's gone quite quiet now. Actually. Yeah, we managed to uh, keep the dog tamer quiet. Yeah, so I'm uh, glad that hasn't been too much of a nuisance to our listeners. Hopefully, mm. um, but right, if that's everything, mm. then I guess I'll say it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Some days are diamond, some days are stone. Sometimes a hard times won't leave me alone. Sometimes a cold wind blows a chill in my bones. Someday.